the Echo Sport Podcast in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. Kitchens, wardrobes, stores and floors we supply to your design. Visit osbgroup.ie or in branch at Holly Hill and Toker. Hi, I'm Eamon Murphy and welcome to the Echo Sport Podcast in association with our friends from O'Sullivan Butters DIY. I'm joined this morning by Barry O'Manny. We didn't have any time for any jazz over the weekend, Barry, because we were far too busy with all the county final action. The main event saw Castlehaven get their hands in the title. Certainly not a great final. In fact, a very poor final, really, until the last 10 minutes, but a great county for them to win, having beaten all last year's semi-finalists and got the better of Nemo on the big day, which rarely happens. Absolutely, yeah. The Haven won by, by two points on, on Sunday, 11 points to nine. Um, their first and the Scanlon Cup in um, in 10 years. And uh, I suppose, you know, um, in the grand scheme of things, they probably just about uh, deserved it. The two hurlers were, were brilliant, um, you know, Michael uh, and Brian. And, you know, they were the difference really in the end. But it was, um, it was a very poor game. It was a very poor game. And... Um, it was a big know, disappointment, uh, wasn't it? Because everyone was going in. The fact that there's the two heavyweights and the semi-final between the Bears and, and, and Haven had been quite an open game. I know Nemo's games had been a bit more dogged, we'll say, all the way through. They were kind of building their title defence on, on their defence, which was very, very lean and mean all through it. But uh, it, was, it seemed a very negative game. A lot of the worst of football for me were, Bear, as you said, in the end, then the two Hurleys came up trumps with some great yeah, scores. But In fairness to the Haven, they, they tried to play football. Um, I was surprised by, by Nemo's uh, tactics. You know, they, they literally parked the, the bus. And, um, you know, like, you could see the logic in it. You know, obviously, like, the Bowers probably um, gave Castlehaven, you know, a, a bit too much room in the semi-final. And the Hurleys profited, f- f- you know, from it. So and Jack um, Allen had a big semi-final, whereas Nemo yeah. limited him a bit more yesterday. So as well. I suppose it, it did work to a certain degree, but like you know, Nemo suffered in at the other end. Um, like the forward didn't really fire. Um, like Mark Cronin got three frees. Luke Connolly got, um, you know, three points, uh, one from a free. So you know, as Nemo, they probably you know, might have a few regrets. You know. The way they set up, but um, you know, it, it was it was a it was a disappointing final. Um, you know, there was a, a small enough crowd as well. We might touch on that in a bit. You know, there was seven thousand three hundred and fourteen um, at the game. Um, but you know, um, I suppose it was tight, and you know, it was. Um, but the streaming, I suppose, Barry is a bit of a factor in in the attendances. I think now, isn't it? Because I mean, the Rebels online service is terrific. Like. There's great coverage, great angles. Mm. There's post-match reaction at the finals and things like that. Um, you know, and it's good value if you get your season pass and you and you get all your finals. And there's a lot of games, obviously, earlier on semi-finals and group games and things like that. Like that has to be taken from the crowd a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, that's realistically, what like you know, I mean, for anyone who's bought a subscription thing, you can cast it up to your TV. Yeah, I suppose. You know, yeah, I, t- um, I think that's making a difference. You know, it was a jazz weekend, obviously, and true. Um, and the weather was a bit hit and miss. It was a good yesterday, but obviously, there's lots yeah, of flooding around. Um, but like you know, just under twenty thousand, you know, between the Premier Senior hurling final and and, and the um, the Premier Senior Football Final, it was just over 11,000, I think, at the um, Sowers and Middleton Hurling Final. So, you know, and maybe, I don't know, like, was it, I don't know, was it 20, was it 25 euro to, to you know, to, to yeah. go to the games? Um, you That's know, what I'm thinking. If you, have the, if you have your commitment to the streaming service already, you're probably going, you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. tap into that, especially for the people who already had paid Could for the it. Could the county board or do maybe a family deal or maybe have a look at the, 
to the price of the, of the tickets maybe um, and then know. the flip side Barry some people would probably say if, if you look at all the other county finals I mean mm. the, like, you know I was watching on Saturday the evening uh, just flicking around and I saw a bit of the, the Limerick county final very sparse crowd at that and they're, they're you know after winning five all earns in six years they're the top top county you think they'd be flooding out to watch the likes of Galan and Lynch and, and, and all the Pearshig crew playing and, and there was a poor crowd there so I suppose why Cork is a huge county the, the crowds are still good enough aren't they I mean you know yeah I suppose yeah um, you know but like, I, I was hoping that you know yeah, we the hit the 10,000 in the hurdle yeah hit the yeah. 10,000 mark on, on Sunday but um, it didn't but uh, yeah but look you know the Castlehaven crew that were there made a lot of noise though I thought absolutely sort of, it was a know, good atmosphere Castlehaven bought the last a, 10 minutes Castlehaven bought a, a huge crowd like you know it's like you know down that neck road, I said it was it was empty, like down on Castle Towns and and, and Union Hall. I said not a sinner left. E- everyone was was up in the park. There was and, no one and waiting on the, the stream down in Union Hall. <laughs> no, no. But you up. know, um, I suppose going back to the game, you know, um, you know, when Barry Cripps, the Nemo midfielder, you know, landed a point, you know, to push Nemo a, a point clear. Um, nine points there, it looked like Nemo, uh, you know, would would win back to back county championships. Uh, but the Haven, you know, kicked the last. Um, Three points, uh, Brian Hurley. Um, he got a mark. He got, got, got a mark. Yeah, then a free, and then Michael Hurley then um, from from um, sealed the deal. From play, sealed the deal, and you know the, the I suppose the you know the the one and the celebrations after was 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 incredible, and you know I saw videos there on on social media, you know from you know the homecoming on, on Sunday night um, in Union Hall, you know it was it was amazing. I, I know we say I suppose hey, look at you know. We know from our own clubs, you know, when you win a county, of course, it's special, it means everything. But they're definitely, this this one seemed to mean a particular amount to the Castlehaven contingent because, one, it's 10 years since they won it before. And two, I suppose, they've been absolutely knocking on the door for the last three or four years while the Bars and Nemo have been winning the counties. Then, you know, like it's been three teams going for mm. the, the title effectively since the Euro when Ballincollig and Cabaret Rangers got their breakthrough successes. Since then, there's been, there's been the two clubs dominating. And it's kind of been three with the caveat that the Haven haven't had any joy they've had no homecoming they haven't got their hands in the cup title been involved in some of the best games of the year yeah. but fell short so I'd say that that meant a lot to them didn't it it, it, it did like they, like they'd been they'd been so close like they lost the uh, 2015 um, final after we played to Nemo yes. they lost the uh, 2020 final to Nemo uh, which wasn't played until 2021 for obvious reasons obviously due to COVID-19 and um, you know they, they lost the um, couple of semi-finals a couple of semi-finals and, and like they were very disappointed with the, with the semi-final uh, performance against the Bowers last year and there was a, a real uh, motivation factor for them and you know but like there was there was fierce hunger you know from the Haven on Sunday and, and you know in the championship as a whole like and um, you know like since since the the draw against Cowboy Rangers uh, below and Clannacilty in the first group game like the since that game like the graph has been going up and up and um like you know, I suppose you know, it, it, you know it's brilliant. You know, from a neutral point of view, you know, I suppose you know, Castlehaven, you know, winning for the first time in ten years. Yeah, it's it's better for the championship, and that's not being anti Nemo because mm. look, Nemo are, are a pleasure to deal with at all times. They're great footballing people. They put out five or six adult teams every single year, and generally, you know, this year they were playing for more going with a more counter attacking approach. But they tend to, you know, they play football the right way. They will try and play football. They'll pass the ball around. They, you know, they're they're enjoyable to watch. But at the same time, when the same team are dominating. Absolutely, the yeah. Neutral gets sick of that, of course. Uh, absolutely, like and like you know, like the, the, the celebrations, you know, after the game on Sunday, like it just had to be seen to be believed, like and you know, we went to the pitch, you know, uh, for a few minutes after the game, and I was actually trying to to find it, the manager of Teams McCarthy, and took me uh, a man in demand, <laughs> a man in demand. It took me a while, but uh, it was brilliant. Like you know, there was there was grown men crying, like and it meant so much to to Castlehaven, you know. 
they love their football down there. It's it's religion, you know. Absolutely. Down uh, down that neck of the woods, like means everything uh, to it, mean, it means everything. And too. outside of the big names, like some of the some of the lesser lights had very good championships overall, didn't they? Like I mean, obviously you know the Catalans are standouts. You know, Damien was magnificent all year. He probably pushed Michael Hurley for giving a footballer of the year. The two of them were, were impeccable all, all through the championship when, once it came to the games that mattered from Clonakilty on. Conor Cahillan was immense in mm. midfield and things. But, you know, they were like, Sean Brown got, got a point yesterday. Yeah. I'm not saying he was outstanding or anything, but took a lovely point in a game where scores were hard to come by. Defensively, the Haven were very good, weren't they? Absolutely. Like, you know, Dava Cahillan, you know, in goal, he's not a natural goalkeeper. Like, no, you know, he, he, was, no. he was solid now, in fairness, you know, uh, this season. Ronan Walsh, and, you know, in defence. He did um, a good job on, on Luke Connolly, didn't he? He, he did tough, very good. Tough yeah, task marking yeah. Luke, like. Um, he did a very good job, you know, in the, in the main. Uh, Mark Collins, like, you know, the captain, you know, he's a great leader. He's been with Castlehaven, you know, for over 10 years, like, and, um, you know, his speech, uh, you know, after the game on Sunday, like, it was very passionate. And, um, you know, he was he was very emotional, like, it, it, meant, it meant so much to him. And, like, you know, w- you know, whether he was in midfield or wing back, like, he was so effective. And, uh, yeah, like, you know, they... They just very good, you know, performances. Um, not just in the county final, but you know, in yeah, the yeah, championship. It, it was a it super was a team to win, wasn't it? Yeah, like you know, I mean, we you beat Clan who were in the county final a couple of years ago. Ballincollig were in semi final last year. You know, they beat the champions. There, they beat the favourites, the Bears, and then the champions, Nemo. Like they, they ticked every box. It was like Sars and the hurling. They ticked every box as, as it went along and got better as the championship went on too. Probably like you know, and a good sign of a team is like they, they never panicked. Like you know, in in, in the qualifying against Ballincollig, blowing in a screen, like it was level. You know, in the closing stages, you know they could have panicked. That man, they, Michael you know, Hurley, got a wonder point. Yeah, correctly. which was which was crucial. Like, and but they stuck to the process. They they won by um, three points that day, and like you know, uh, you know, and then in the final against Nemo, like you know, when, when Barry Cripps got the point, like you know, to uh, push Nemo a point clear, like you know, you think you know Nemo with all their experience and tradition, yeah. and everything, you know, that they'd see out the game, but not the uh, Haven, you know, and just never panicked, and they, you know, they kept the ball very well. Moved through the lines and you know kicked the last three points. And, and as James yeah. McCarthy told told you afterwards in in Monday's Echo, you know West Cork is the place to be for the party this week. <laughs> but what, what about for the Munster Championship? They're going to be at home to to Cratlow. Uh, it's a winnable game for them. Like there's no two ways, but especially with home advantage. They're playing Cratlow uh, Sunday Sunday week, and um, like the last couple of times they, they they won the county. Like you know they they played their home games either in in Clan or, or, or Parky Cleave because you know. Uh, a minimum requirement for the Munster Council is, you know, you have to have a, a stand. stand. Yeah. And uh, obviously over the last 10 years, you know, Castlehaven have, um, you know, um, incredible facilities now. Upgraded and, to, uh, upgraded to, to top facilities. class facilities. Yeah. And, you know, they have a, an unbelievable stand uh, now down down there. And, um, you know, it was, it was driven on by, by um, their great club man, Christy Collins, like, and, and the stand was built by by the people of the, pa- you know, in the, in the parish, like, and, and by the club members, which, is, you know, is an incredible story, like, and, um, you know, they have fabulous facilities down there. And uh, like I, I presume I, you know, the Cratlow game will be on They'll it. They'll be home to be staging it down there. Like, and, yeah. You know, the, the place will be will be thronged on, on Sunday week. And, you know, I'm looking forward to to following the um, the Cork champions, you know, Castlehaven and Killamash. They'll have to have a good... Ra- but Castlehaven you know, will have to have a good chance of rattling that, that Munster Stone Championship. Now, you look at who's left in it, they'd, they'd be well up, well up there, wouldn't they? Especially when the Kerry Championship is dominated by divisions who can't represent the, the county then when it comes to the Munster Series. You think so, but they, they, they won't be underestimating Cratlow. No, you know, no, um, they're very experienced as well. You know, I just had a, a quick look at their, um, you know, over the last couple of seasons, their, their record, and, you know, they've got good, good pedigree, so, um, you know, it'll be, it, it, as well. yeah, uh, it'll be a tricky game, and, you know, it all depends on, you know, the header, 
Yeah. It all depends on a lot of things. So yeah, Munster Championship isn't as straightforward as as, as we think it, think it often. <laughs> you know, I, I Castlehaven like you know they love to be celebrating hard this week and they have a, a wedding. Um, a club wedding uh, next, next weekend. weekend. So. Yeah, they, they'll be back hard at it yeah. on the Tuesday night, ready for road again, refreshed. And you mentioned Kilimanjaro Matra there, like Kilimanjaro Bantry. Geez, we 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 got a great game. I mean, we're complaining maybe that the Nemo Haven game wasn't as free flowing or as open, and, and and all the issues that that go with with football. Jack McKay did a piece in Monday's Echo going through. Look, we all know the issues with negativity and and, and side words passing and, and and all the rest. But Kilimanjaro and Bantry fair win for it in, in that game. That was that was a magnificent match. So that exciting. was that was an incredible game of football. Um, one of the games of the year, one of the games of the last few years. Probably game of the, the season, you know, uh, without a doubt. Like, and um, you know, I wasn't uh, reporting on it. D- D- Dennis was, and um, you know, I actually, you know, I really enjoyed the game. Like, I, I really intend the second half. Like, and uh, you know, I had no skin in the game. It, it, it was an outstanding game of football. Like the atmosphere as well from both teams. Again, like great, yeah, great crowd and great, great, yeah, great like, noise coming off the stands. It was, it was incredible. And you know, in the end, Kilometer, you know, just tried the, the favorite tag. You know, I, I suppose I, I, I tipped them um, before ball was kicked that they, that they would get over the line. And uh, they did, uh, just about. And, uh, you know, they won 3-11 to 13 They won by the bare minimum. And it was just a great game of football. Great game of football. Like, and, and it uh, swung, didn't it, in that Kilimanjaro were the better team in the first half. Let Bantry back into it, or Bantry found a way back into it, especially with their midfield dominance in the air. Then when... Dan O'Janine got an absolute belter of a goal, put him six points up early in the second half. I thought, well, Kilimanjaro will kick for home. And instead, it was Bantry took over. Yeah, like, like Kilimanjaro, like they led 2 5 to 1 4 at half time. Like, and, and when Dan O'Janine um, got Kilimanjaro's uh, tall goal to, to, to push his side six points clear, um, you know, you think Kilimanjaro, you know, did all the momentum. Did all the momentum, you know, that they would, uh, you know, see out the game. Like, but, uh, you know, like. <laughs> You know, Bantry just 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 turned it around. Um, probably a combination of things and um, in midfield they were good. They weren't a Bantry in the air like they they, they really took well, over. Kevin Casey was 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 fantastic. Was, I thought he yeah, was a stand up performer yeah. for me. And um, like you know, after fifty two minutes, like you know, Bantry led you know two thirteen to three seven, and uh, you know, <laughs> you think Bantry, you know, after losing the the final last year to Kent Talk, um, that you know, that they've that they would see out the game, you know, um. Well, they probably need another score tour on the board, didn't they? Like, and, and Kilimatra, they lived dangerously, I suppose. They avoided, it was one half goal chance there with a few minutes to go, went down the other end, got a point, and suddenly they, they got that grip back in midfield, didn't they, that they had, didn't have for so long? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and, and um, you know, John Evans' substitutions, you know, they, they worked very they worked well. Very like, well, um, yeah. Michael Lesman came off the bench. Um, Shane Deneen, you know, came off the bench. With, you know, he, he kicked three points. And, um, and they were making the ball stick to two of them, weren't they? In that last once, once Kilimanjaro got on top in that last few minutes, they actually had a few other chances besides the three points they kicked to win to to win it. They did, yeah, yeah, they did. They were uh, really dangerous, absolutely were. very very dangerous. And you were even very dangerous in the, in, you know in the first half, like and um, they really opened up, you know, Bantry. But in fairness, Bantry kind of tightened up in the second half. But it was, it was a square game of football, and you know, draw probably. Could have been a draw. Uh, it would be no arguments for a draw. Mean, no you know, but look, Kilometer. What I liked about it was there was a good blend of kick passing and running. Like there were some fierce athletic drives up through the middle, like Rory Dean's goal, absolutely sizzling run one two. You know, finished it brilliantly. But there was plenty of good angle kick passing in as well. Dan Deneen had some beautiful passes, but there was the right blend. You had that athletic running and you had that kick passing, and you know, and it was because both teams didn't put twelve people behind the ball for the whole game. Yeah, I, I was just going to touch on yeah. that. Like you know, there was a nice mixture to the game, like and. Um, it was just a great game of football. It was old school football, really. Yeah. Both teams just went at it. 
and twenty uh, long kickouts. You know, it was, yeah, yeah, which you know, was aerial, which, aerial which, battles, which we all love to which see. Which was, which was uh, strange to see, but you know, the, the small great duct village and you know, in Moscow, Kilimanjaro, you know, the senior football club now, and you know, it's an amazing story. It's brilliant for them. Like uh, Noel O'Leary was was um, was doing water yesterday, uh, you know, for Kilimanjaro, like obviously a stalwart, a legend, in, you know, in that club, and um, there was a great picture. Um, by Eddie O'Hare, you know, after game of, of, of Noel celebrating and... Uh, Loving every second. And of yeah. course, he was playing towards the end of his career in 2018, they won the Premier Intermediate title. Yeah. So it's I, I, and I think he, he, play, play, he played last season. You know, they, they lost to um, Kentuck uh, in, in the semi-final after extra time, I think it was, yeah. And... Um, yeah, so, you know, obviously Noel was a big loss, you know, this year, but, you know, they've won the And there are no, like we were mentioning yeah. Nemo while ago and pr- producing, you know, teams they play. Obviously, there's two teams in the in the proper county championship and they have ABC teams and all the rest. But Kilimanjaro will always field teams, as, you know, they'll field a junior A or B team. They'll have three, three adult teams out every year, which shows how passionate they are about their football. Ballingiri are similar, you know, everyone out there plays football and they all kind of try and play the right football. That's what I always respect about, about Kilimanjaro and Ballingiri. Like football, you know, that's all they think about. Football, yeah, football, those football, clubs, football. They love and um, like you know, Kilimanjaro, like whenever they were training, probably same with you know Bellingiri, their their neighbours, um, they did have you know nearly forty players down training. Like this is incredible. Like, and like we uh, talk about the West Cork football, but West Musgrave football and Duhallow football, like they're absolute hotbeds of the game as well. Like you know, Navebon as well out that direction. It's you know, Navebon, uh, yeah, know. they're another club that you know they they make great progress um this season. So. Um, I always field multiple teams, make sure everyone gets out, gets a game, you know, as you said, train together, it, it increases the standard, you've seen that in Duhallow with Nocknagree with their second team playing in Duhallow finals, you know, it, it, it just keeps that standard high when you have proper training intensity, mm. that's definitely a secret to the success of those clubs, I think. You know, but the, the job John Evans, you know, did with um, Kilimanjaro over the last two years, you know, has, has paid off, but special mention for, for their previous manager as well, Kevin O'Sullivan, who uh, trained Kilimanjaro to the 2018 Intermediate Football Championship title. And um, you know he did he did great work with Kilimanjaro over the years. Obviously, he was with Cowgline this year, and um, yeah, so special mention for Gilmore Sullivan. It'll be but interesting to yeah. see can they can they give the old Munster Championship rattle. I know it's a very difficult championship, and of course, Fossa uh, will be most likely emerging in that uh, yeah. carry intermediate championship. So they they have the Cliffords and Co to, to worry about. But but you'd love to see Kilimanjaro go on and rattle that that that, that yeah, uh, title. Yeah, you know again similar to Castle you know Kilimanjaro have a have a grandstand. You know, um, so out in Kilimanjaro, so um, you know you would presume, you know, um, they might have the chance um, of hosting a game. It'd be great. Yeah, because they have home advantage you now in, in the Munster Championship. So um, yeah, you'd presume that um, that game will be on in in, in Kilimanjaro. So like that, you know, that is the case. It'll be some atmosphere. And the other team yeah. representing Cork in the Munster Championship won't be representing them as champions. They were Kilmurray were, were caught late on. They were very the, probably the the hottest favourites of of the three football. Finals that were coming up. If, if you were tipping a team, you say, "Well, Kilmurray they're playing the Bar second team," but the Bar second team were only just down from the grade above last year. They were only re- just relegated and lucky to be relegated because four teams went down. And but they 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 came they came good in that last twenty minutes, Barry, didn't they? Yeah, halfway for Kilmurray, and uh, you know, like the, like the Bows won three six to to the one eleven. And like it was a one two in the last kind of uh, 10 12 minutes to win the game was an uh, exciting uh, finish, wasn't it? Yeah, like the, the first time they led was 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 when they got the, the winning goal, like from from sub uh Keen Madden. And uh, you know, it's, it's, it, was, it was a great goal from from close range. Uh, again, it was another very good you know team move. And um, you know, Michael Shields was was full forward, I think he's 37 years of age, and he was he was awesome. He was involved in everything good about about St. Finn Bell's play and, and Saturday. He was using all his football brain and um, know-how, I suppose. You know, he, w- he was my man in a match. He was awesome. Um, but, you know, from a Kilmoy point of view, 
Um, it'll take them a long time to get over this. Well, I suppose when you lose mm. c- conceding three six, you know, it's you know you'll be looking back on. Could yeah. they or even could they have added another goal or two themselves? You know, Liam Wall obviously kicked some great points from, but was, was there were there chances maybe if they if they'd raised the second green flag, going to be more about getting caught later on. Yeah, like you know, um, they went up four points with five minutes to go, and you know, I I I, I thought they would, you know, I suppose everyone thought that they would see out the game, you know, but. Um, the bow's captain Alan McCarthy and and, 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 and Shields got a got points and two yeah Alan McCarthy's been a very good player from two obviously and yeah, played yeah. played at the Premier Senior level so and I suppose you know that just kept the bows in touch and um, you know <laughs> and the bows didn't created a, a goal opportunity and and they, and they stuck it but um, no Kilmory you know they'll be very disappointed you know obviously they were um, they were going for back to back you know county titles after winning the, the Junior A Football Championship last year and you know you know they left it just it'd be very hard but they just have to pick themselves up and get ready for the yeah, for the championship. Yeah, they're playing the Munster championship they'll still be among the um, favourites next year for that county but so. like you know they, they've done so much right over the last couple of years like yeah to just, uh, just, just fall just short. but the Bears when you, when you went down through the Bears team I suppose they had a nice blend of youth and experience in it didn't they I mean as well as well as Alan McCarthy and Shields as you mentioned they're forgetting points but they had Owen Commons they had Dennis O'Brien who, who got the, the man match ahead of Shields and the official official verdict and you know the likes of Keane Madden I mean a lot of good players a lot of lads who played Premier 1 minor coming up and the Bears are always there thereabouts either you know win that county or they got to the final this year in Premier Minor so they've, they've a lot of good footballers in Tokra and you know Kiwan Doolan who would be better known as a hurler he was midfield and sadly he got a, he got a goal um, but it wasn't just his goal I thought he was very Athleticism good was impressive, in, in yeah. general play he played very well it was just a, you know it was just um, they just again did again similar to I suppose to um, you know to the Castlehaven they, they just never panicked even when you know the Eddie Kelly that the Bowers manager you know just touched on that um when I, when I was talking, let the game get away from him. Yeah, they just, just again, you just stuck to the process, you know. Um, you know, Colum Keane, the, the the goalkeeper for the Bows, you know, he he was solid. Um, so you know, it was just, you know, they just, it was amazing for for the Bows, and even they were, they were nearly shocked, you know, in the final whistle blew and they 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 did, uh, did won the county, but um, you know, they were very disappointed to to lose their um intermediate day status uh, last season. They got relegated and um. You know, there was a change of, of management and Eddie Kelly came in and they've all... And we've uh, seen with Nemo how like, ha- having that second team playing at such a high level, you know, kind of around about the competitiveness of out and kill a match and all the rest when they've got these who are playing junior A and they've got two squads on the go. But like if you can have your second team playing intermediate A or premier intermediate like Nemo and the Bars now have, to put, I mean, you've, you've, you've 40 guys not all on training but playing at a very high level playing in high level leagues you know playing high level championship round robin and all that You've, when young players are coming through they've, even if they can't make the first team the second team is a very attractive prospect to be involved in so that that's a huge for going for the longer term future of the Bears it's very important isn't it? is big for them uh, yeah. it's very important it adds competition and um, you know that's probably the case for you know with every club like you know it's very important for your for your second team to be doing very well for like the clubs with the bigger numbers anyway certainly yeah. it's like um, it, it it adds competition and it brings a buzz to the training you know when your second team is is doing well as well like so um, you know but going back to Kilmory like they 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 represented um, Cork in the Munster Championship you know last year when they won the Junior Football Championship and um, obviously you know the restructured the grades like the uh, this was the first season of the of the Premier Junior Championship, and um, you know they'll obviously represent uh, Cork in Munster this season because you know the Bar second team, so they can't go forward. Yeah. Um. So you know, Kilmoy, you know they they will be favourites for the for the championship next year, and you know in the Premier Junior grade, so they could be the the, the first club uh, uh, ever to uh, represent uh, Cork in the Munster Championship for 
um, three years you know, on the, on the top. So he's running in at that, that junior level. But look, yeah, sure, I suppose they've got a kind of a reboot. They'll probably be licking their wounds for the week or whatever. And, and you know, they might as well give the Munster Championship a bit like St. Catherine's Road this weekend in the, in the hurling. You yeah, might as well give it a good yeah. rattle. Do you know what I mean? You mean you, you, you've nothing to lose. So Yeah, so look, just, you know, go pick, for it. Just it's pick themselves up, maybe, you know, uh, Thursday or Friday, you know, this week and just go back to training and just, you know, just have, have a crack off it. And yeah. Yeah, the, the, there's no pressure. And we'd won hurling final as well this weekend, Barry. Um, great. Great win for Noosa Stone. <laughs> what a start they got <laughs> after three goals in the first half. Unbelievable, like, you know, where do you start? Like, uh, yeah, another brilliant match, like, wasn't it? Very exciting. What a, what a game of hurling, like, you know, Noosa Stone. Unbelievable stuff. Like, they, they won 317 to 24 points against Blowney, and I suppose their three goals in the first half was, was, was crucial. But, um, you know, I actually I actually missed the first 20 minutes because I was covering the, the, the first game, Kim in the Bowers, but, um, you know, I made, made it home and, and, uh, Watching Rebels Online and I really enjoyed it. Like and uh, what a game of hurling and um, you know great advertisement for for Cork hurling and you know just you know for the second grade of Cork hurling yeah. as well. Like it was, it was such a high standard, though, isn't it? Like because I mean I, look you know we're we're on about the Glen getting relegated and all that, but effectively there are twenty four senior clubs in Cork. It's divided into two grades, which probably is reflective of the size of Cork. I, I know technically the top tier is only the Premier Senior, but you know. Like Newcastle and Blarney, you've intercounty players on show, former underage intercounty players. But what I was most impressed at Newcastle, they were they were very risky, very skillful. Their goals were brilliantly worked, brilliantly taken. They got some wonderful points. You know, they were hard and tough when they needed to be as well. And they battened down the hatches laid on a lot of bodies behind behind the ball. But some great performances. You know, that their their captain was magnificent. That wing wing back, Owen Collins. Owen yeah. Collins, he was fantastic. Got got a couple of great yeah, points. Two, two great points. Yeah. Ed Keneally got the official man in the match, but Richard O'Sullivan. He got a red card on the sideline last week, kind of a controversial one involved, you know, a bottle being flung onto the pitch. I, I, there was no intention, I think, in that, which is why he got his red card rescinded and, and one, one was available to play. He certainly wasn't trying to trying to, to hit the linesman or anyone else, but he was back available. But he had had a poor game in the first match after, after mm. having a great season and then he hit 1-4. I thought that was a great story to get 1-4 yeah, like from play. Like. 1-4 from play, yeah. Like ah, he, he, was, he was my man in the match. He, yeah. he, was, he was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, really good. And, and like, especially, I suppose, after what happened, you know. In the, yeah, in between the draw having game, a yeah. disappointing performance by his own standards and then ending up getting the red card, the stress of getting the red card off. He got his second chance, his reprieve, and he took it, didn't he, in style. It was, out, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah, and, and like, you know, the, the three goals in the first half from, from Eddie Keneally, Colm Deneen and, uh, and Richard O'Sullivan, you know, Blarney were chasing it, the it game was crucial, yeah, and, yeah. and like you know they led three ten to, to fourteen points at halftime, and they just kept Blarney at arm's length, like and you know that's very impressive as well to, to keep a clean sheet as well, like, you know against Blarney, yeah, a, a yeah. very very Difficult. talented team, you know. With, with and Blarney's big players and, uh, did, did play well, didn't they? I mean, like I think Barrett got four points to play power. You know, probably at his best game of the season, he got four points to mm. play. I know he got one two in the in the drawn game and was man the match in that, but he was very good. Obviously, Coleman was playing further pitch, went back to wing back, was on a load of ball. But even with all the all their three big stars, you know, yeah. it's why Blarney are so are, are so, I suppose, well recognised around the county as being a great skillful team with those intercounty lads. Noosa Stone still got the job done, played some lovely hurling. It wasn't all about being tough because you are not going to win a county final just be being tough and honest. There was serious hurling and of course Luke Mead sitting back as kind of a sweeping centre back. Yeah, Luke Mead was, was brilliant game, as well. Brilliant like, again, yeah. Like, yeah. But like you know, I've I've just great admiration for, for Noosa Stone, you know, even you know, when I was growing up like as as a child, like, you know, this is just something about them. You know, they're, they're a special club like and uh, you know, the Newstone manager, Charles Wilson, um, you know, said afterwards in an interview like that it, it was kind of it was all Noosa Stone, like, you know, they they do they, they you know, they fought hard and you know, battle hard and, you know, it was it was a, a gritty win and um it's a, you know, it's it's an incredible story. Ah, back um, with Premier Senior for <laughs> Newstone. <laughs> you know, for the first time I think since since two thousand nineteen. 
it, it's it's unbelievable. And um, you know, again, I, I saw videos and over the weekend, you know, from from the center of the universe as, as the late Paddy Palmer um, called Newcastle and you know it, it was hopping, uh, you know, on Saturday and and, and Sunday. Well, there's a club making every um, like use of every drop of talent they have. Every player they have, every man, woman, and child in the parish is all they're they're all in it together. Like it is a stay of some small pick. I mean, you know, yeah, you know, their teams will be getting close to playing Premier Two when they're underage at under 14, 16 minor or whatever. You know what I mean? Because they've such a such a small pick, but they 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 get them firing by the time they come into the adult grades, don't they? And they always have a lot of Cork underage players too. I mean, you the likes of Michal Maxweeney, Dave Buckley, you mm. know, Wilson and Goal, a lot of players who've represented Cork. And like and, and they were, like they were a very good cl- club to deal with as well. Like even when I went over to um to Newstown, you know, for the for the press night a couple of weeks ago, like and uh, they were very welcoming and um you know like the Donny Keane and, and, and you know and the lads like you know they were, they were very good to, to deal with as well and uh, I get on well with them and um like even like you know every house in Newstown I think get a flag outside the house like you know and they have another county final yeah. to come and so I, I, keep I, them up yeah uh, the, the double is on um, against Dohanies obviously yeah. a bit of controversy that game being pushed yeah, back we, we, Dohanies we, were, were a bit <laughs> upset about the game being changed and you could understand why I suppose because I've no doubt Dohanies had people that were planning to fly back for the final I mean that's what happens when count, or clubs get to county finals you know there's people living abroad they might want to come back and things so I suppose look having to change those plans was probably a bit uh, upsetting for Dohanies no fault of Newcastle they had no control over of course but um, it, you know is it, it's probably right that they do get a two week gap Newcastle isn't it, it it's a tough but one I completely understand where Dohanies are coming from too Absolutely, like the, you know, the, you know, the final has been pushed back twice now from their perspective you can see both sides of the coin you know can't definitely you could, yeah, um, definitely it's could. a tough one but look it is what it is and the uh, I think it's the lack of communication looking at you know Dennis Hurley did a piece last week with Dohanies and they were kind of expressing their disappointment I think a lot of it was just that they felt the board didn't communicate to them and you'd think when there were it's the same with the Ahabullock situation when clubs are kind of going for dual dual titles there probably should be provisios put into the fixture list where it mm. says look if this happens this game will go back so that the other club involved would have kind of an awareness of it yeah look it is what it is and you know the the, uh, the football final the senior football final is on um I think it's uh, Saturday week now at five o'clock in the park, and you know there'll be there'll be a, a great occasion. And and for uh, Dahanis, yeah. they'd already beaten Newstone in a very tight game in the group, so it's up to them to channel their anger, I suppose, into a, <laughs> yeah. a big performance on the day. And they've played brilliantly all year, so yeah, l- you know, we'll we'll preview that game. I suppose in you know in in, in great detail, uh, you know, on next week's uh, podcast. You know, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, um, so Th- that should be a good game. Local and, derby, yeah. and before we move on and, and pick our pick our player of the week and, and team of the week uh, op- options, um, Barry Rowe had a great win on Friday night. Most of the divisional action was concluded before this weekend, but Ballygarvan won in the southeast. But the standout one for me because Ballygarvan would have been favourites against Ballinasig and lived up to that. They had a big win on Saturday, but the standout to me was Barry Rowe winning their first title after extra time. Uh, you know, a couple of big performances from intercounty former underage intercounty players and a former Tipperary yeah. senior yeah. star. Uh, Barry Rowe won their first Cavalry Junior Football Championship title on Friday night. You know, they beat a, a fancy Killer Maccabee uh, side, won 12 to 14 points after extra time. And um, I actually watched it online on, on, on Friday night. Um, the Cavalry board were, were streaming online and fair play to them. And, great you know, considering it was a Friday night at 8 o'clock and, and the weather wasn't great, there was some crowd in Dunmanway. And um, but you know it wasn't it wasn't a, I suppose a, a great game of football. It was very exciting. Um, it was a physical game, and um, you know Ryan O'Donovan won eight uh, for Barry or three frees. Um, former Cork minor player. Former Cork minor, yeah, he played very well. Robbie Kiley, former uh, Tipperary footballer who who played for for Cowboy Rangers and. He transferred to Barrio a couple of years ago. He was and very he's living prominent. down the area, I think, yeah. quite, for quite some time. Yeah. I think he's living uh, in Cork, McSherry. Sure 
doing around there. So um, he was a very prominent. Uh, Tommaso Bukla, I hope I got his name right. Um, he was very good. And and the captain, um, who's uh, soldiered with, with Barry Wolf for a long time, uh, Martin Collins, um, in, in defence, he was he was very good. So like, there was great celebrations uh, down around uh, Barry Wolf. That's brilliant. Yeah, and, yeah and more, more of a hurling area traditionally. And and Damien Gore had had a good match for Kilmacabe. He's been plagued with injuries. I, I think I, I think he got four or five points in play. It was good to see him back in action. And he's disappointed. Obviously, he'd be hoping to to win another title because Kilmacabe had had won it there three years ago. Um, very good forward. He's been on you know the Cork panel. Obviously, he started matches for Cork, but didn't appear this year with injury. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, it'd be great if he got a clean bill of health maybe and and, and was an option again going forward next year for for John Cleary. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was he was very good on Friday night. Um, but, you know. Kind of actually, if I'd be just, um, you know, Damien Gordy probably just lacked that, that, um, cutting edge, you know, they did forwards just, just didn't perform, but, um, he was just fine for Kim McAbee because they had chances, um, deep in, in, in the second half of extra time to, uh, send the game to, to penalties, um, uh, so yeah, it just wasn't to be for Kim McAbee. Um, so Bowie were playing another history making team. Uh, Bowie were playing Castle Castle Magno uh, this Sunday in McComb at two o'clock. In That'd the be interesting match because Castle yeah. Magno obviously was at sixty two years they've been waiting to to win the Duhallow title. So yeah, and and um, both teams are in bonus territory. You could argue, but yeah, and in the Carrig um, down uh, division, Ballygavan beat uh, their near neighbours and rivals Ballinhasic on um, Saturday below in Milan Bridge uh, one fifteen to one five. It was pretty comfortable for for Ballygavan who are. Um, Coached by Liam Sheehan, uh, former uh, Keel footballer in, in, in Kerry. He's obviously uh, living in, in ovens now and he um, still plays for Oak. So, um, yeah, they, they had a good win and, um, you know, it was just a, a really good team performance. Um, Gary White, Gary White is, 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 is in goal. A veteran <laughs> and a star, a star out the field for a long time with Ballygavan. Absolutely. I, I can remember the 2008 County Junior Football Final. Um, he scored... Um, a peach of a goal against uh, against my own club Aog. And uh, a fantastic footballer, Gary. Yeah, Valley Gavin will, um lost that final by three points, and they actually lost the 2009 county final to Glenmore, um, but they haven't been back since. But uh, they have a young team and a good coach, Liam Sheehan. So they are definitely on on, on the right uh, road. And uh, Evan O'Connor was 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 excellent. He got man in a match, and uh, Mark Kenovic another. Experience campaigner, he yeah, was their, their main man in the hurling, uh, their free taker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he chipped in with Excellent a with player. a with a few points. Um, so a, a, a great win for Belly Gavin. A big win for Belly Gavin, yeah. And um, they're playing Killeball and this weekend in the in the county qualifiers. They'll be underdogs there, of course, naturally playing the Avenue team. But again, it's probably wide open the way the nature of the junior A is now. There's a lot of new clubs of or clubs who hadn't won titles for a long time have come through, and I suppose with the Premier Junior grade. It'll be interesting to see how that pans out now over the next few weeks. Absolutely, and look, it all depends on the weather, isn't it? And Jeez, the weather, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the weather. We'll find finding pitches that'll be playable this week with another another storm on the way. And uh, player of the week and, and uh, team of the week, Barry. We, you don't have Dennis to undermine, you know, this week, so you can. Uh, like, yeah. Look, like, obviously, Michael Hurley was was immense yesterday for Castlehaven, but there were some good performances over the weekend. General wasn't there in the individually, like. In all yeah. the county finals, like yeah, it was like you know Michael Shields for for saying Finn Bowers, when Donovan for Barry O, which was Sullivan for Newcastle, but um, no, I'm going to give it to Michael Hurley. He's Can't he, really argue yeah, with that, can you? He, he's five points from from play for Castlehaven and on the back of getting seven in the semi, yeah, yeah. twelve points <laughs> in play. That's, that's um, and especially like football, you know like. he didn't play particularly well in the in the first group game against against Cowboy Rangers, so he's really kicked on from 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 that game, and like you know especially after his it was was his. Uh, well documented injury troubles um, over the last couple of years, uh, along with his brother Brian, who has been uh, plagued by injuries. So yeah, Michael Hurley, uh, Player of the Week, and um, 
Team of the week, again, a number of contenders. You know, Newcastle winning the three in the way Harding Championship. Uh, you know, Bowie winning their first Cal Pre Junior Football Championship. The Bows, uh, you know, stunning. Another second team showing as their first class operators. Stunning Kilmory, you know, Kilimatcha. Um, you know, so, um, but I'm going to give it to Castlehaven. Yeah. Uh, you know, first county title in 10 years. So. Yeah, and I think it was the cumulative season for me that stood out that they beat all those big teams. You know, they ticked every box. It doesn't, like, it's one of the great counties that were won whatever about the final. It won't matter. They won't care how people rate that final or don't rate it in years to come. And just before we finish up, we've won, we've won big final this weekend. Obviously, there's junior reaction taking place around the county, and you've a couple of, you know, Sars are out in a very tough game, very tough game, the Munster Championship against Bally Gunner. St. Catharines have a tough match as well because they have to go play having been beaten in the county final and have to represent the Cork down in, uh, I think they're playing down in Dungarvan against Yeah, against Ardmore. Ardmore on Saturday, very, yeah. very, very tough mm. game for them. But the big one is on Sunday. Should be a very good game. Ahaburg after a double and Mitchellstown with Mark Keane back in harness and, and Cahill Manny firing again and he's fully fit. Another player like Damien Gore and Michael Hurley and all the rest of exciting forwards have been played with injury. That could be a very good game on, on Sunday. It should be at two o'clock on, on, on Sunday in, in, down the park, Intermediate Football Championship Final. And, um, you know, both teams have, have lost uh, three finals over the last 10 years. Our ball in 2013, 2018 and, and 2022. Um, Mitchell's Zone have lost in, in the uh, 2017 final, 2020 and 2021. Um, and our obviously, are, are going for the double after winning the Intermediate uh, Hurling Championship. So... Um, you know, it should be it should Finally be pies, it, it, and of course the Mitchell would, really yeah. would have won counties with Ballygiblin and hurling. So there's fierce experience on both sides of county finals on these two teams. Absolutely, like and the big plus for Mitchell is that Kyle O'Mahony after his you know injury troubles, um, you know this season he he played uh, 70 minutes in the semi final win against Adrigold, which uh, you know went to extra time. You know they won 14 points to 12, so that's a big plus for 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 uh, the Avenue team and you know again. Look, Having Mark King, Mark King back from Australia, just, his, just his presence. Yeah, you know, such an athlete. Huge, know, huge um, guy. You know, Sean Walsh will be a key player for them, and you know, um, Shane Beston, Joseph O'Sullivan, Killian Roach, the captain. Um, you know, it's a very hard are, are Mitchell Sound probably favourites just because of the fact that they've got you know Mark King, Cahalamani, you know, yeah, you know, Bullock have good footballers too, with a lot of good dual players there. Yeah, Bullock have very good footballers. You know, Matthew Bradley, Evan O'Sullivan, Paul Wing. Colm Gillespie. Um, he was a Cork minor. minor Stand out there, yeah. Um, last year. But uh, yeah, I think Mitchelson will be, will be slight favourites. Um, but again, it'll be like a lot of these county finals, it'll probably come down to a kick of a ball. Like, I mean, we've had no routes in any of these finals, really, have we? It's an absolute reflection of the system working. I know there's the odd critic saying that relegation is a bit too harsh when you've only got the 12 teams and, you know, you can go from, you know, qualifying out of your group to ending up in a relegation final with a win in your group game and, and, and so on and so forth. We know how cutthroat it is but it's really paying off in the finals now. Because Absolutely, yeah. Every final has been so tight. They're so tight, you know. Yeah. You, you know. Um, could we, we could have another replay. I think about the Junior B hurling final, um, the St. Oliver Plunkett's won against Bally Claw. I think um, they won comfortably in, you know. In, back in, in the summer, yeah. Yeah, back in the summer. But, you know, other than that, like all the finals have been very close. So I expect this Sunday's um, intermediate football final. Could be a draw and a replay. Or, you know, we've, we've <laughs> you know. There's probably another one due, like. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's going from its own. Just about. Mitchell's done by a nose, yeah. Uh, but that isn't, um, no, there isn't too much conviction that, like, you know, it'll, very, very, it'll be very close. And hopefully it'll be a, a cracking final where both teams go at it, which I think they will in, in Parky Cueve, you know, 
I think the nature of it's a big wide open pitch and whatever with the Premier Senior teams dropping bodies back and things. Especially in low grades, yeah. I think you have to play a bit of football there, yeah, don't you? Especially in low grades, you kind of find that they kind of come out a little bit more, yeah. Uh, yeah. So hopefully there'll be no boxes parked on, on Sunday. If yeah. it's as good as Kilimatra Bantry, we'll be absolutely <laughs> thrilled. <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much for joining me this week, Barry. You can find us every Tuesday on echolive.e forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. The Echo Sport Podcast, in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. Kitchens, wardrobes, stores and floors, we supply to your design. Visit osbgroup.ie, our in-branch at Holly Hill and Toker.